Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and this is the Hope for Healing Faith for Living podcast. Welcome to today's episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. I do pray that you're doing well. We are looking again at the true account of Jesus ministering healing to a man who had a withered hand. And we're going back and look at these true accounts where Jesus ministered healing to people, first of all, because it's confirming that it's always God's will for us to be well. Jesus never turned away anybody, nor did he say, that the Father put this on you to teach you something. No, everybody who came to Jesus in faith, seeking healing, got healed. Amen. So God is our healer. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Healing was provided through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, 1 Peter 2, 24. And so we're seeing through the life of Christ how he actually ministered to people and the fact that he never turned anybody away. Everybody who came to him, uh, for healing were healed. Amen. So we're learning and confirming it is God's will for us to be well, and we're learning how to receive healing for ourselves, and we're learning how healing is ministered so that we can actually help somebody else who is needing healing from God. So the man with the withered hand, it's a true account recorded in Scripture. Uh, we see it in Matthew chapter 12, Mark chapter 3, and Luke chapter 6. And I'm going to read it again today for you from the World English Bible, Matthew chapter 12, verses 9 through 15. And it reads, He, uh, talking about Jesus, he departed from there and went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man with a withered hand. They asked him, he's talking about the, the, the Pharisees and those, they asked him, asking Jesus, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? so that they might accuse him. He, referring to Jesus, said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if this one falls into a pit on the Sabbath day, won't he grab onto it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath day. Then he told the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out. And it was restored whole, just like the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him how they might destroy him. Jesus, perceiving that, withdrew from there. Great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Again, let's just start right there. He healed them all. Nowhere do we see in Scripture where Jesus actually made a decision and and told somebody, no, healing is not for you, or you need to wait. Or now's not the right timing. We don't see that in scripture, but yet we hear that today because people are trying to explain why some are healed and some are not. But instead of trying to come up with our own reasons, what we should be doing is looking into the word to see how to get healed and what roadblocks there are that the scripture talks about that keep us from receiving from God. We shouldn't just make up our own doctrine based on experience, trying to explain things. When what we should be doing is look to the word to see what God's will is and pursuing that. Believing his word, yielding to his word as truth and just accepting his word as true for us. So great multitudes followed him him, and he healed them 
all the scripture says. Again, I think I shared this last time, but if healing is not for all, then how can we believe healing for ourselves? We would be unsure if God wants us well. But since the scripture teaches that he is our healer and that he healed all, then we can know that we are one of the all and we can have faith that God does want us to recover, that God does want us to get better. And in fact, God has provided healing that we can believe him for through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, I want to point something out. Jesus told the story of a man who had a sheep that fell into a pit and said, won't that man grab it and lift it out? Now he is talking about like, if you would do that on a Sabbath day, because if you remember under the old covenant, I mean, they weren't supposed to do any work on the, on the Sabbath day. And what happened was some of the religious leaders, they became too legalistic. They missed what the spirit of the law was saying. And, and they were uh, just focusing on the legalistic point because they were trying to control people, basically. But Jesus said, if you have a sheep and it falls into a pit, won't you lift it out on the Sabbath day? This was a basic good thing to do, right? And this is what he's referring to uh, with, with the man with a withered hand. The man has a withered hand. It's the Sabbath, yeah, but isn't it good to minister healing on the Sabbath? Of course it is. It's a basic good thing to do. If, 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 if you have the ability to minister healing to somebody, why would you hold it back just because it's a Sabbath day? And this is what Jesus is saying. Jesus had the authority to minister healing. He had the anointing upon him to minister healing. You see that in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, where it says how God anointed him. And then he went around doing good and healing all healing the sick and all that were oppressed with the devil by the devil. So Jesus is referring to that. So healing in the eyes of Jesus was something good that should be done. That could be done. So this man believed Jesus. He had a withered hand. Now, how can a man with a withered hand stretch it out? He can't. But yet because of the words of Jesus, he could. He didn't look at the circumstances. He just listened to what Jesus said and acted on what Jesus said. And the result was the will of the father coming to pass in this man's life, which was healing. If it wasn't the father's will, it would have never happened. If it wasn't the father's will, Jesus would have never said it because in, in his word, Jesus says, I came to do the father's will. So simply the fact that Jesus said it, tells us it's the Father's will for people to be healed. And it's the Father's will for us to be healed. That's what we see in Scripture. Now, if you don't want to believe that, I'm not mad at you. But if you see it in Scripture, where God is our healer and that Jesus paid the price for our healing, along with forgiveness of sin, if you see that and, and you want to pursue that, then I want to encourage you to keep doing it. Because it's there in the word. Keep studying the word. Keep feeding on the word. Let it produce faith within you. Let it make you assured of God's will for you to get better. Now remember, all healings weren't instant. 
the Bible talks about they began to recover in, in different circumstances. They began to recover. So you can believe God for healing, but you can believe God to get better and be better tomorrow or better the next day. And just continued receiving and believing God for healing and just keep going, keep trusting God. Stay in the word. The Bible says in Psalms 107 verse 20, he sent his word and healed them. When you go to the word, not only do you see that it is God's will for us to be well, that he is our healer, Exodus chapter 15 verse 26, that Jesus has provided healing already, 1 Peter 2 24, that the word itself is life and healing to our bodies. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22. And just keep feeding on these things until you are so confident that it is God's will for you to be well, that you'll accept no other, no other outcome. You will continue to believe God and praise God for who he says he is and for what Jesus has already done for you. And you'll walk by faith, not by sight. And you won't be discouraged because the word of God will continue to encourage you as you feed on it. Amen. The man had a withered hand. Jesus spoke to him, told him to stretch it out. The man believed that he could do that because Jesus said it and he obeyed Jesus and stretching it out. And the end result was he had healing. So remember, this is we see this common uh, method, if you want to use that word, of doing things throughout Scripture where Jesus spoke the word or we somebody hears the message of Christ, the word of God. Then they hear it, they choose to believe it, and then they choose to act on it. Amen. And then we just trust God for the rest. We serve a good God. And he loves us. He loves you. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. Again, my name is Tim Dumas. The website domain for this podcast is hopeforhealingfaithforliving.com. Until next time, God bless.